That's really scary. Bubba, <gasps> <gasps> oh, you look busted. busted. You, you look, look like, like a zombie. zombie. You did this. This is your fault. And now for something completely different. I like it. Like it. I like it. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> threw a little, threw a little schmeagel at the end of that thing. Uh, I still like the, I still like the, the pops, the bubbling pops. But uh, <laughs> I was trying to find something that was as, uh, you know, sound worthy. Oh, I yeah. figured. <laughs> oh, why not? Oh yeah. boy, Zach, what are we doing here today? What are we doing here today? Hey, good question, Dylan, and you're full of them, and that's why I keep you around. <laughs> uh, so this is The Real Boys, and what we do on this show, uh, at least for a little bit longer, is we take some of uh, some people's, they're probably strangers, we take their top five movies, and then we kind of talk about them uh, from a very... Um, <laughs> single-minded point of view which is uh you know a, a cisgendered white man um and, and how we react to movies of yore uh and yeah this, the, the show has evolved over some time but now we're just we're wrapping up season one of this thing and then changing over uh to something slightly different for season two and we'll, we'll figure that out but Sometimes we do people's favorite movies. Sometimes we do special editions. This is Oof. a special edition. Uh, Red Notice, which is the most viewed movie on Netflix to date. It has the most views of any Netflix movie um, that <laughs> uh, premiered. That so, is uh, the craziest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And it I makes think total was- sense to me. It does, yeah, because I mean, honestly, it's Ryan Reynolds, The Rock, and Gal Gadot. There's not many uh, names that are more popular right now. So if you just put any garbage out there whatsoever with their names in it, mm-hmm. and people can watch it for free, why mm-hmm. wouldn't they? You know, why wouldn't they? Um, but if you don't know what Red Notice is, uh, because you don't have uh, Netflix, uh, Red Notice is a uh, 2021 American action comedy film written and directed by Rawson Marshall Thurber. What a terrible name. Uh, it stars <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. As sounds, like a, sounds like a very rich serial killer. Yeah, it sounds like the Thurbers. <laughs> It sounds like I wrote his name and uh, misspelled every single word of it. (laughs) Rawson Marshall Thurber. Uh, It stars Dwayne Johnson as an FBI agent who reluctantly teams up with a renowned art thief, Ryan Reynolds, in order to catch an even more notorious criminal, Gal Gadot. The film marks the third collaboration between Thurber and Johnson following Central Intelligence in 2016, which does not exist, and Skyscraper in 2018, which is the same movie as three other movies, so it also uh pseudo doesn't exist um but if, if you've seen san andreas if you've seen uh uh, uh the, the ta- what was it the one with the tower of the pearl um skyscraper skyscraper yeah they're all roughly the same die thing. hard 
Die Hard, yeah. Uh, but th those are a few movies where The Rock is not in the jungle. Uh, now, within the last like six years, The Rock is always in the jungle. Uh, dude loves the jungle, which is crazy. Well, why hasn't comfortable? Why hasn't The Rock been in the remake of Predator? Is the question if he loves it, to be in the jungle so much? I don't want him in Predator. I <laughs> yeah. do want him in Predator. <laughs> I do want him in a good Predator. Uh, yeah, not not a Shane Black Predator. Uh, I don't need to hear The Rock making fun of people with Tourette's. I don't need any of that. So uh, Shane Black and his stupid movies can get out of here. Uh, yeah, they're set at Christmas. Whatever. I don't give a shit. Um, okay, so uh, now the real boys. Uh, the real boys. There, there's a bunch of us, right? There's usually uh more than uh two uh of us no, some there's uh, not usually more than two about, about half and <laughs> half yes uh, half of the time there's usually more than two people um <laughs> you know it, it's like it's like menudo of the podcasting you know we started out with the, with a generation and now we're slowly cycling to a new generation we're going to keep the name but some people are just too old uh so we don't talk about them anymore it's going to become a um, legacy podcast for sure yeah uh, now, Chris Harvey, who who sometimes pops up on this show, he he might be around. Who knows? Um, and if he's not, uh, the other podcasters that are <laughs> way too busy to be on here, uh, you can see them probably in the show notes. Maybe not. Um, but one of which is obviously our, uh, our our favorite our favorite friend from the north, Mr. Phil Better. Uh, he is a podcast mogul, and I think that his new job now is to come up with 21 new podcasts a week, which is great because that gives me roughly three things brand new every single day to watch, uh, slash listen to, slash uh, uh, read. I don't know. He sends a weird text message thing out every once in a while too, which is mostly a coupon for something. I don't know what it's for. Um, but have you guys checked out any of Phil Better's uh, new shows this week before we hop into this? Uh, Red Notice. No. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, I'll tell you about one. Uh, there was a weird one that just showed up. Uh, there's only two episodes out. I think he's under some kind of lawsuit about it, but it's called Buck the Canuck. And he dresses up like a moose and he asks people to ride them for at least eight seconds, which I think uh, is a Canadian thing. I have no idea what Phil Better is up to, but make sure you feel better with Phil Better feels uh which is his new cbd line of yep. uh, chewables um feel feel better yeah. feels uh with feel better feels feels better feels better like phil better feels chew with, chewable with, cbd with, with feel better lets you feels. fall asleep yep uh although uh, you think, if you, you wanted to fall asleep you could just listen to one of his uh podcasts about um like the stock market and shit that yeah. puts me right out Oh, yeah. His new one, I wish daddy owned an emerald mine where he looks <laughs> at like famous billionaires and ignores all the problematic stuff is really actually kind of dull. Yeah, mm. it was weird because it seemed like he was going to try to start the trend of making blood emeralds because blood diamonds are now out. Um, but no, it just it just changed into complaining about his dad and uh, very poor uh, <laughs> investments of his dad. But uh, so the, the two real boys that we got here other than myself, which my name is Zach. I'm the third best podcaster on this show. Uh, we also have uh, Mr. James Ocean down here. Uh, with his Ocean's 15 uh, remake that should be coming out pretty soon. Uh, and <laughs> you, can, you can catch Mr. Ocean. Uh, where can they find you, Mr. Ocean? Oh, they can find me all sorts of places. Yeah, uh, they can. They can find me on Generation Clash, which is a music podcast about music of different generations that I do with my kid. Uh, they can catch me on 
I Love This Terrible Game, which is a video game podcast where we talk about video games. And if you want something a little bit weird and different, you can check me out on Jack Billings Presents Haunted Apartment Complex now on the Podmoth Network. Um, It's a really weird show about people who are trying to make a paranormal podcast but can't because of a third person who stops them from making their paranormal podcast it's a very meta weird uh thing yeah we're definitely the meta and weird things here mm-hmm. yes um and over here to my i guess left possibly <laughs> right uh who knows uh this is the bakery ran low on stock so call that bread notice yeah wow I'm releasing a movie themed hip hop album. Mm, what a it's gonna it's gonna be entirely punctuation rap. What a long walk to a stumbling punchline. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bread notice took you that long. You put a comma to make a bread notice joke. All right, anyway. Uh so if you know this movie or, or have seen this movie or or really just want to to make Michael angry, uh put something in the comments. Uh we are using StreamYard, so make sure if you're watching us on Facebook that you give StreamYard access to your comments. Uh, because uh some people are texting me telling me why don't I respond to their comments. Uh and I'm sorry. Sorry, Mr. Ron Libet. Um, I forget what you said, but I'm sure it was apt. Um, but yeah, so just let us know uh, or text Dylan. Honestly, text Dylan uh, if you have any actual comments live or not live. But a red notice. Uh, so before we hop into this thing, what did you guys? Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, so that, that statement still stands. Don't actually don't text Dylan anymore. Uh, he's hit his limit of 10 today. Um, yeah. I have to so pay what... 10 cents for everyone above 10. Yeah, that's. So, oh, Overall. The most archaic, the most <laughs> archaic text plan I've ever yeah. heard of. Well, Mint, Mo- Mint Mobile's tough. Like they're they're tough on non Canadians. Speaking of Mint Mobile, Zach, am I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dylan, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I <laughs> speaking of Mint Mobile, Zach, how is that relevant to the movie we watched today? Did you just start texting somebody mid sentence? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're like speaking of Mint Mobile. Oh yeah, I got text my mom. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I blue screened for a little bit. I apologize. Oh, that's cute. Uh, yeah, so Mint Mobile, obviously uh, one of the uh, many mega conglomerates that is owned by Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I don't think that one made its debut in this movie per se, but his gin definitely did. So you might have caught a glimpse of aviation gin uh, being. <laughs> beautifully slurped down by mr ryan reynolds that is his company's gin uh he makes wow. that uh the very next scene where uh the rock is drinking tequila at an, at an airport that is actually the rocks uh tequila and his company put money in uh to make sure that this was made as well as coca-cola and some other things yeah um, uh yeah a lot of things such yeah. as porsche which had it the most blatant like this was worse than that scene in batman versus superman where they were like (laughs) fucking this car with the camera yeah (laughs) that's funny and a weird thing about that scene is the rock actually got stuck getting into the porsche and then got stuck getting out of the porsche so it's the scenes that are inside the porsche are actually not inside an actual porsche because the rock (laughs) could not actively do that um 
But yeah, so this movie uh, starts with, uh, I think, a classic cinema sin, which is random exposition on something that's not real, which is, you know, 2,000 years ago, Marcus Antonius, uh, he gifts Cleopatra three bejeweled eggs as a wedding gift symbolizing his devotion. Now, the eggs are lost in time until two are found by a farmer in 1907, but the last one remains lost. What did you guys think of these clearly MacGuffins? It's the most MacGuffiniest MacGuffin I've ever seen. This yeah. entire movie is two hours of MacGuffins. Mm -hmm. Like there, nothing in this, nothing in this movie happens organically. Everything happens so that the next thing in the movie can happen. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a movie like every once in a while you'll see a movie where it's like, oh, you know, that's really stupid that's that's obviously just for the next thing to happen this mm -hmm. is two hours of that yeah this is a more boring rise of skywalker somehow. it is coloring inside <laughs> the lines like, yeah <laughs> as assigned yeah, everything so, is in its place and you can definitely tell yep and as uh, as we're getting this exhibition we're, we're we're getting a lot of uh the the visuals of somebody making a fake egg uh which I don't know why we spent so much time with that, um, but I guess they had to show us something. Um, now they had to we... make the, they had to make this movie two hours long. It's the law, so yeah. they had to focus in on on stuff weird. like this for too long, <laughs> just so had... that you know, if you make a movie that's less than two hours now, um, you get sent to jail. So they oh. had to do that. Yeah. They make fun of you because they're like, "Oh, you're making animated films now. You have to make the next <laughs> Home Alone movie." Yeah. Uh, all right. So we, we hop to uh, 2021 and special agent John Hartley, who's a criminal profiler for the FBI, is assigned to assist Interpol age, uh, agent Das in investigating the potential theft of one of the eggs kept on display at the Museo Nazionale de Castel Sant'Angelo in Rome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That well was flawless. Now, I listened to Google say that over and over again before the show, and I forgot every part of that. Um, <laughs> so that's how Zach Wiseman says it. Um, now, there apparently has been a plan to steal this egg, and uh, even though it may or may not have already been stolen. So we get the scene where The Rock goes in, and this is one of those things where it's like, oh, The Rock is a art theft profile. Why are you this big, dude? And then they do the thing where it's like somebody points out, hey, you're kind of big for a profiler. He's like, doc, 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 You know, it's like, okay, you're, you're excusing lazy writing right already. You know, it's like, why is The Rock this person? I don't know. Let's write it in here uh the one thing i thought that they did do in the beginning of this which was somewhat different than i expected was not having ryan reynolds talk for the first five minutes uh, i thought that was actually i wonder if he was like bursting at the seams to say something or if he was like mumbling under his breath during the parkour thing it's the only part of the movie he's on screen where he doesn't fucking talk the entire time. Yeah. yeah. I, man, I'm this movie, I think, out of all of them, is starting to show diminishing returns on Chatty Ryan Reynolds because seriously, it was it was hard at certain points for me to just not stop. I yeah. uh, I don't know. I didn't hate Ryan what? Reynolds in this movie. God, this is awful. I I didn't I didn't enjoy this character, but it's he has less diminishing returns than like a Chris Pratt does like 
every time yeah. I see him, I do like him less, but I don't like him as much of less as I like Chris Pratt every time I see him. Yeah, but this is really just like Deadpool's sea level. Well, material. that's this that's his the- character. He's always Deadpool. Like well, this, <laughs> this is the first time I felt tired of it. Like, yeah, I agree. Actively like, tired of it. Like every time somebody said something, I'm like, Ryan, please don't respond to this. I don't need this. Yeah, uh, which is weird. Hey, Zach, witty yeah. quip. Witty quip? Witty quip. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what he's known for. He's, he's a witty quippist. Um, yeah. Now, the head of security dismisses the concerns. Now, okay, this scene made me angry. This is pretty much where I hated this movie. Uh, <laughs> because The Rock is like... <laughs> I think that's fake. Do you have thermal scanners? And the guy's like, yeah, obviously. And we check them all the time. He's like, well, then you would know that gold reflects radiation. <laughs> and I'm like, why do they even have thermal scanners if they're not even checking anyway? So the way that The Rock decides that he needs to show people how smart he is, is to just pour Coca-Cola on this egg. Oh, uh, yeah. Old refreshing oh yeah. He had to. He had to go up to a kid who was holding a nice, cold, refreshing Coca-Cola yeah. and say, hey, kid, this Coca-Cola, this beautiful can of Coca-Cola is not allowed in the museum. You're going to have to hand me the Coca-Cola with the Coca-Cola label facing the camera so that I yeah. can hold it <laughs> towards the camera and then pour this refreshing Coca-Cola all over this fake egg. And it really just shows you what that substance will do to your body once it touches you, which is what what was this egg made of that Coca-Cola <laughs> dissolved this so was it made plot. of like it was made of plot it, it was like material. beautiful 3D construction interior with spent, tissue paper on the outside. He spent so much time making this fake egg in the beginning of this movie. <laughs> Okay, but also, so I, I hate that kind of stuff. And then Ryan Reynolds, who stole this egg, uh-huh. is still in this in the room. room. He's in the room. Which means he either took it seconds before The Rock got there or took it and waited for The Rock to come <laughs> to see that what would happen. Uh, and then another classic trope happens where they hit the alarm so that the, 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 the secure door shut. But for mm-hmm. some reason, none of them shut at the same time. They only shut as soon as the hero slash villain gets to the door, uh, which is fine. And then The Rock's uh, uh, pectoral muscles break all security doors, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. awesome. Um, and, uh, so let me see, where, where was I in the thing now? Uh, uh, we were, we were just about to parkour. We were just about to do a scene that was like the cool opening scene of Casino Royale, except bad. Yeah. We were, we were about to do it bad. (laughs) It was like, if Will Ferrell and Jazz C. Raleigh decided to do the beginning of Casino Royale, because like. (laughs) One of them's kind of doing parkour, which is like, I'm just jumping over stuff and randomly uh-huh. on my back. Uh, and then the other one's like, I guess I might break through this thing and uh-huh. then magically appear next to Ryan Reynolds sometime. Like the layout of this building is so crazy because Ryan Reynolds is running around in circles and the rock is always just right there. And yeah. then he's well, like, he, oh. well, the rock looked at the map before he, he totally Jason oh, I, Voorhees. Yeah, I do remember seeing that where he like points out, he's like, yeah, I'm here. Ryan's going there. Okay. Yeah. Now I, he's going to parkour. Right, that, yeah. Okay. Honestly, that makes sense now. That I think about it. Yeah. Uh, he, but, he's. I mean, he is Jason Voorhees. Yeah. In this in this scene, because that's what they needed him to be in this scene. <laughs> uh. So yeah, he he's just slowly following the running guy around. The but, then, but the then one. He, oh, that, go ahead. 
The one thing cool that I did like in this scene was when they were on the scaffolding and he's pulling out the pins and the guys are falling. Sure. That was fun. Yeah. I, I always love a great accidental martial artist. It's like, <laughs> I, I didn't even know I could do this. I'm just so great that I can do this and I'm clever and I have abs, uh, which is always <laughs> Ryan Reynolds's move. Um, but luckily, because he can parkour and quip, he escapes and he uh, he goes to his house in Bali by <laughs> by taking oh, you, a boat. You skipped you skipped the the roof scene where we tackle him off the roof and they fall through like yep. a bunch of roofs oh, and yeah. fall onto... no such thing as fall damage in this movie. Yeah, so yeah, he, like he does a Deadpool landing. Without yeah, they're the like of it. Yeah, they're like falling on top of each other and like these clay roof like tiles are just exploding and then you know they just get up and start running again and yeah. then they jump and they jump through the like cloth roof of a vendor and yeah, where, where the old man from aladdin starts yeah a and then it, yeah and then it just stuff happens a bunch yeah. of stuff happens the rock gets into this beautiful porsche this beautiful sexy porsche we are watching this Porsche startup. We're going along the curves of the car with, with the camera. We're watching the rock start this thing up and the like holographic like gauges and stuff pop up and it's like so cool. And then he jumps out and ha ha hilariously gets hit by a van right away. Yeah. Uh, I, I guffawed at that. I will say that uh, <laughs> I let out an actual guffaw. I, like, I did laugh at that yeah. when when the I was uh, like, man, a stupid car. I don't. Yeah, care. it was. It was and so stupid. Like, all right, all right. That's fine. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was really stupid, but it was fine. Just like pulling the pins out of the sky. How did they go from the car thing to? Oh, okay, that's how it was. So the car thing they, they cut made it's Ryan Reynolds, magic. Yeah, movie magic. <laughs> yeah, so they cut to Ryan Reynolds on a boat, and he's going to his beautiful oceanside house in Bali, um, where. The Rock is there. Well, he has to enjoy a glass of aviation mm -hmm. gin, obviously. And and The Rock is there. And uh, so, let's see. He, he uh, The Rock is like also that. enjoying a glass of aviation. Well, it is it is the best gin uh, north of the Mason Dixon. So that's true. Um, now they arrest Booth again and take him into custody. Um, but there's this weird thing that happens where, uh, unbeknownst to everyone, Booth's main competition, Sarah Black, also known as the Bishop, is disguised as one of the strike team members. And they swap the real egg for another forgery in the back of the vehicle. And the next day, you know, honestly, it's that kind of movie where, like, when you watch it the first time, you're like, I guess this might be clever. And then you watch it the second <laughs> time, you're like, why, why is any of this? Like, so at the end of it, we uh, – spoilers. Ooh, the Rock ooh, is a careful. bad guy. Oh, <laughs> The Rock is a bishop. He's 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 the second of three bishops of this. Two movie. bishops and plenty of pawns. And there's then the screenwriter hides yeah. himself. <laughs> there's four bishops on a chessboard, but we get three of them in here. So stay tuned for the sequel. Clever screenwriting. Yeah. Agent's so, going to be their fourth. But because we know The Rock is bad, why does he go to the back of that truck to look where he knows? Uh, 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 Wonder Woman's gonna be to take this. It's, I I hate when this stuff goes on. Movie, it's, it's, yeah, because movie, because <laughs> movie. Oh, God, I, yeah, whatever. If, um, if, if that didn't happen, you might have figured out that The Rock was a bad guy, even though 
you totally figured out that the rock was a bad guy by a half an hour into this movie. Yeah, but they could have done it where he didn't need to pretend like he didn't know that was going on. Who's that? That's only for the audience, which is yeah, it's for the audience. Ah. Yeah. Anyway, mm -hmm. okay. So the next day, right? Das confronts Hartley, believing he's responsible for the egg's theft. As a result, as a result, she has him incarcerated in a remote Russian prison in the same cell as Booth. So what happened was uh, Hartley, who did not believe that this was an FBI agent to begin, or uh, I'm sorry, Das, who did not believe that the Rock was an FBI agent to begin with did some investigation found out that he had a bank account that he got eight million dollars for um and also that the egg that she now has is also fake now he goes to prison he, he gets sent to a russian prison for art heist in rome and he set gets piece. put in the same cell as ryan reynolds because set piece we wanted we wanted a set piece to take place in a remote cold prison where mm -hmm. is cold? Yeah, Russia's cold, a... and they don't How care about... if we portray them negatively. Yeah. Okay, they get sent to a Russian prison by Interpol. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's like, where... hey, where's, where's like, where? What do you know about the world, uh, Gal Gadot? And she's like, I know Rome exists. I know Russia's cold. Uh, bullfighting, I think, is a thing. And um, I look good. That's we, it. Like, and, we want to and... write a globe-trotting adventure movie. Where can you go on the globe? Uh, Italy. Yeah, so... Russia, mm -hmm. South America. Cool. Mm -hmm. We're done. Yeah. Egypt. <laughs> you also go to Egypt. Uh, now, the cool thing is we, we, we have gone in this movie. Now, by the end of this movie, we're going to have, uh, I think, seven total locations. Do you know everywhere they filmed this movie? L.A. Atlanta Georgia. only. Atlanta only. Atlanta. <laughs> Every didn't single they scene. To, they went to Sardinia, didn't they? I don't think so. All that I could see was that everything was filmed in Georgia. Uh, they uh, were go they, they were going they filmed like a week in Italy, but oh, very, well, uh, yeah. well, there was like a pre-pandemic thing where they were going to start filming in other places. This movie had an original budget of 130 million dollars, which is crazy because it looks like one long green screen. Uh, now here's the thing: they <laughs> at got certain points, you're yeah. like, "Whoa, this, this looks shallow." If they're yeah. ever hanging by one arm. I don't, it's like a Robert Rodriguez movie. They might be, might as well be Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Uh, so they got 130 million. Uh, the Rock was really pushing this thing and he got his company behind it. He really pushed this thing to go, right? The Rock gave himself $20 million for this movie. Now, pushing so hard, he actually almost got Tom Cruise to get to, to be the Ryan Reynolds person in this, which I can see that, I guess. If it's less quippy, uh, it might have actually made the movie better. Now, he promised Tom Cruise $20 million. Because of this, Gal Gadot fought the company to get herself $20 million as an equal star. Mm -hmm. Now, Tom Cruise backed out. Everything else happened. Pandemic, blah, blah. Ryan Reynolds came in under the assumption that he would get the same money that Tom Cruise would get. So all three of the stars got $20 million. This movie's budget went over $200 million. That's for a, insane. Hell yeah. For oh, a I Netflix love it. property that is all green screened out of Georgia about some I fake eggs. Let's bloat this fucking thing way larger than it has any right to be. Yeah. I'm, I'm not like... Gal Gadot oh, it's is hardly movie. in this movie. Um, it, like it, this is a Rock and Ryan Reynolds movie. I'm it's glad really, that they really all a hangout sesh that they just happened to record. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. glad barely, that they all three. I'm glad that they got paid the same amount of money. But if anybody should have gotten paid less, it would have been her because she's in like four scenes in this movie. Yeah, but if you tell me a Rock is in a art heist 
uh, action comedy, I'm like, I don't really care. If you tell me Ryan Reynolds is an art heist action comedy, I'm like, yeah, uh, sure. I've seen that before. But Gal Gadot is the only one that I'm like, all right, I guess I'll watch that. Uh, so I, I think because of her name alone, yeah, uh, it just gets that, that pull. And um, I totally get it. And I was saying before we started, this was, I think, the best acting I've seen from her. Yeah, like uh, yeah. she's she's perfectly fine in this, which is way better than she normally is That's as true. an actor. And, and you can tell there's times when she's ad-libbing that she's very proud of herself by how she's acting. There's that one scene where she boops Ryan Reynolds in the nose and she uh-huh. giggles too much. I'm like, <laughs> all right, you're, you're trying to like improv with these two guys. And that's, uh-huh. that's cute. Um, OK, so shortly after they arrive uh, to the Russian prison, they're brought to black uh, or AKA Bishop where she proposes to Booth that they work together to find the third egg and revealing to Hartley that he does not in fact know of its whereabouts. Uh, Booth declines her modest offer and she departs stating she'll find the second egg. And when she does, she'll warn, uh, she warns that their share will be less. And Hartley suggests that he and Booth work together to beat black. And if Booth helps him uh, imprison black, then Booth will take her place as the number one art thief in the world. And they escape prison and they head to Valencia to steal the second egg. Okay, so obviously we got this prison scene, right? Yeah. Where, uh, where Ryan Reynolds says that The Rock got beat up by a toothless Russian who has a mouthful of teeth. Uh, I don't know why he said that. <laughs> it was very stupid. <laughs> but um, there's that scene in the in the kitchen where he's obviously not a cop. Uh, I, I hated all that scene. Yeah, it was um, all terrible. All terrible. And then as they leave... Um, luckily because the very first day of imprisonment they Mm -hmm. their job is to build a wall Uh on the exterior of the prison Uh uh-huh no no binding agent no 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 mortar nothing just pile some rocks up yeah Yeah, the prisoners are tasked with building a wall to the prison yep to the prison The, the prisoners are tasked to build a wall to the prison it's just a and and this is a thing that normally happens in prisons? In Russian, Russian prisons. prisons. Russian you do pr- one of, co-op prisons, yeah. Yeah, you do one of two things. You either hammer rocks until they're smaller rocks, or uh-huh. you take those bigger rocks and make walls out of them that can or, easily fall down later. Well, yeah. Well, you when your wall is held together with the smaller rocks, all yeah. you have to do is pull out that one. And man, did we sure... <laughs> Did we sure make a point of showing him put that one rock mm-hmm. in there to it's stabilize? Shadowing Michael. When you yeah. write a screenplay, you'll understand. Yeah, and then you get about twenty minutes of the rock saying, "Well, what's the next part of the plan?" And then Ryan Reynolds says something that's very twenty twenty one, and that's pretty much it. Um, so we get that scene where. Um, there's a helicopter there mm-hmm. and Reynolds is like, ah, I'm going to take that helicopter. And uh, then a rock is like, Oh, you <laughs> don't, don't leave me. And uh, Ryan Reynolds comes up with two just turrets, like just two rail yeah. guns. And those are standard murders, a whole bunch yeah. of people. Those are standard on, on uh, all helicopters. Yeah, Russian that, prison helicopters. I tell you, if there's only one way to break rocks faster than going to a Russian <laughs> prison, and that's shooting a big machine gun in a PG movie. Cause that thing just shreds concrete. People are so quick with diving out of those gun. Uh, the, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like the, the PG 13, the PG 13 rating on this movie really did not do anything for it because we should have been seeing just 
there are yeah. so many scenes Robo where Cop. like everybody should just be dead but instead oh. everybody's just like jumping out of the way and yeah. getting up and everybody's fine and so many machine guns going off and not one person gets shot with anything I, somebody almost gets stabbed i think once i uh, one I dude really... gets run over by something and oh, he's yes. fine oh yeah, he's fine yeah absolutely i really didn't mind this escape attempt i thought you know him making a nitroglycerin in the kitchen i'm like yeah it's fine whatever yeah. them re you know yeah the wall is dumb sure but they build up to it but when the rocket launchers fired at the helicopter, <laughs> when they that is when off. that is when <laughs> we we watched part of this when we were doing our show last week, Zach, and you yep. asked me what do I think is going to happen, <laughs> and this is where the movie diverged for me. There was one path the movie could take, or it goes really easy and really dumb, and that <laughs> is the path where the rocket goes through the helicopter because he opens uh, the door. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> Real basic. And I recommended a stupid action movie thing where the rock grabs the rocket out of the air and reverses it towards the prison. Oh, that would have been so much better. Like and if you didn't would have do been, it, if yep. you would have been hanging on to the, yep. to the railing and then like grabbed the thing and like, yep. yeah, and that would have been awesome. Would have been great. So cool. Another moment where that could have diverged the bullfight. I was like the rock better, like grab that bull by the literally grab the bull by the horns and stop it. Yeah. But they just run away. It's like and you know what? Let's let's, he, let's do a weird Looney Tunes tribute right there, here. The there Rock are... does get run over by yes. that bull and just goes f- and like some sort of he computer cartoon of him yeah. mm-hmm. just goes flying, and it is hilarious. So weird. But yeah, this movie I, could have been really fun if they went over the top with it. Have yeah. Ryan Reynolds be like a cartoon physics guy. Yeah. Have the Rock be super strong. Mm-hmm. Don't don't give me these over the top characters and then have all the action be so grounded that it's boring and predictable. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's eighties action movie tropes with the rock and Ryan Reynolds saying their, their quips now. Uh, but yeah, I, I remember cause my daughter put this movie on and she's like, I hear a lot of people are watching this and I'm like, sure, whatever. And I'm like, wait, what is this movie? And like 20 minutes in, I'm like, I, no, it was actually it was the exact one hour mark. I remember the one hour mark, uh, and it's once they get the second egg. I'm like, there's another egg, and there's another hour. I literally stopped it, and then on, that was Monday. On Tuesday, Dylan came over, and once we did our show, I was like, hey, I'm gonna put this movie on. Let's see how long you can last. And then we get to the helicopter scene, and I pause it, and I'm like, okay, guys, grabbing a rocket launcher, pause. What's gonna happen? And he literally says, well, one of two things: it's either gonna go right through the door, or hopefully the rock grabs it and throws it back. And I'm like. Damn, that would have been so cool. Yeah, that would have uh, been way better. But no, he doesn't do that. Uh, instead, they just... The rocket misses, you know, and that's fine. Um, and then they go they go off and they escape to Valencia. And this is where we beat um, the, the notorious arms dealer, Soto Voce, uh, who's having a masquerade ball. And they encounter Black, who's also attend, uh, intends to steal it because... The bishop now knows that it's at Soto Voce's house. And the three arrive in Voce's vault where Hartley and Booth fight Black using a variety of melee weapons on display in the vault before she handcuffs them together. And Voce arrives with his security detail and apprehends the men while Black reveals that she and Voce are working together. Um, I'll say that this this fight scene with all like the weapons uh, was probably my favorite. Um, but you could tell that they were doing a thing where it's like, let's find the weirdest weapons that we could, you know, do. Um, 
but I, I do like that Ryan Reynolds was not just the hero. Like he, he was a scared, you mm-hmm. know, fighter. Uh, I thought that was pretty clever. Um, this, this was definitely the, the best scene in this movie, this fight scene. And yeah, uh, the la- like the thing that, that Gal Gadot knocks those guys out with was pretty fucking cool. Cause she handcuffs them together. And then like, axe kicks the handcuffs and it smashes their faces together Mm -hmm. and i was like all right that was pretty cool it almost got me into this movie like i was almost in during that fight scene this this whole masquerade ball was my favorite part and that's partially because i'm a sucker for that trope i'm a sucker for the heroes have to infiltrate a masquerade ball yeah love it it's you can't do it with the rock though (laughs) it's so hard to do with the rock he's pointed out they pointed out gal gadot has that line where she says where she says Oh, I never would have guessed it was you behind that mask. Oh, man. <laughs> but we're husband and wife, so that's dumb. Like, when you're you watch right. the end of it, you're like, well, you knew that he was going to be there. They don't know. Listen, they don't know that they're husband and wife yet because we, the audience, haven't been revealed yet. They only learn about the fact when we do. It's like when no, someone fair. enters a room and they don't react to what's in the room in front of them until the camera turns to reveal it. Yeah, yeah. they it's are like just for your tropes. They, they are they just talking yet. to each other during that. So that is yeah. not for anyone around nope. them either that is just for us watching yep. this movie just for us um but i i do like sort of uh the actor um this this guy is actually a really funny actor uh let me see who it is i, I forgot who it is uh it, it's chris uh diamond diamond not palapalos delophosaurus yeah should not look not, it up. not good um, with the greek names Nope, not good at all. But if you watch Silicon Valley, uh, he was uh, the Trace Billionaires guy, uh, Trace Comas. Uh, he's the the first guy who invests money. He's the billionaire okay. guy who gets mad. Yep. That yeah, he yeah, he was good he, in that. He's under the billion. So he's this character. And <laughs> why this man chooses this voice. Now, I had to do some research. <laughs> I, I was so upset. No, dude. This is because he was strangled by his dad. He's doing Albus Dumbledore's voice. He's like, why? Hattie? Why is Ryan Reynolds and The Rock at the Triwizard Tournament? I'm fine with it. Yeah, well, it turns out, yeah, when he was 14, the character's dad choked him so that he messed up his vocal cords. It's a villain um, quirk. It's it's okay. his villain quirk. You it give did him, not give come him, off that way whatsoever. Give him an eye I, scar. You give him a raspy voice. You give him a, a, a metal get, claw hand. You can't get a Greek dude with cool back tattoos, uh, blue eyes, and a raspy voice that makes him sound like he. No, dude, he has weird. I think that I have a clip. Uh, I I have a clip of something on here that I thought was my favorite line, uh, and it's going to come up pretty soon. And it's right after they. So in the interrogation scene, uh, I, Michael, you're right. I don't wait. When you say the scenes in order, you're like, okay, well, that's how they got there. But when uh-huh. you try to go backwards, you're like, oh, why were they even there? So okay. there's no reason. They're being interrogated by they're being interrogated by uh by, by Gal Gadot and by Sotovoce. Even though if they were just to let Ryan Reynolds go, he would go to the egg to begin with. Which but is what they, they end up doing. Because that's what you gotta do. Yeah. So Sotovoce, who tries to choke out the rock and <laughs> 
which is a weird scene because the rock's neck is like a tree trunk uh-huh. and he uses one hand you can't even get around his adam's apple with one hand so you're not choking you're not gonna choke the rock out dude no that's like his fifth strongest muscle <laughs> but before that you get gal gadot who's apparently just electrocuting the rock's balls yeah and and they tell you later that she actually does that uh-huh. just to unlock his handcuff she didn't have to okay anyway so they're just into that man i don't know now gal gadot who knows the other egg is in egypt which it isn't but because she knows that it's in egypt she leaves after poisoning soda voce now soda voce who is obviously so tough with his throat and stomach that poison doesn't work on him and he gets up and he tries to shoot them because he thinks they're taking his lady which is crazy he's like that's my lady you're like Mm -hmm. what you're fighting for her she she poisoned anyway so he shoots they dip and where do they go to a bullfighting arena now they do this thing where like if if i'm ever under something and i open a trap door i'm probably going to understand where i'm at they have to both get all the way out of the trap door before they realize Oh my God, we're in a uh-huh. we're <laughs> yeah, in a because the audience hasn't seen it yet. There and is there... absolutely no way that bullfighting arenas have just a wooden trap door in the very middle of them. <laughs> there are there's like three thousand pound bulls running yeah, over those things, stomping on matadors yeah. constantly, and yeah. you're gonna just have this in the middle, in the middle, in so the anyways, middle, so the middle, this, middle, in the middle of this bullfighting arena and uh and for some reason all the matadors are on one side screaming like even though they come out of the door all the matadors are already on the other side and they're scared mm-hmm. of this bull um but i will say that the part that made me giggle the most uh was this scene so i'm gonna play a quick scene uh it's only 13 seconds but this scene probably made me giggle the most because it sounds like what i would actually say to dylan so here we go they can sense motion you're thinking of jurassic park no i saw a nature documentary starring david attenborough you're thinking of richard attenborough from jurassic park all right yes or no was jeff goldblum in it oh my god so yeah. yeah that i i like that that scene made me kind of giggle because i'm always a fan of people that misinterpret somebody and i always thought that it was david attenborough in jurassic park uh <laughs> the same guy I was like let's just clever have a documentarian be in that movie to make it realistic but uh yeah, yeah so there, no just his brother yeah and then classic uh looney tunes um the bull hits its face on <laughs> on the trap door uh because that's cool um funny I, suspense action excitement <laughs> this it, i didn't think of the looney tunes while i was watching this scene but this is a total looney tune scene you could replace this with bugs and daffy oh, and it 100%. would be exactly the same scene i fully expected ryan reynolds to tell the rock that they made the wrong turn to albuquerque and i'm like dude this <laughs> this is freaking filthy you know um but all right so now they leave valencia and they think that Hart, uh, now that at some point Ryan Reynolds tells Hartley that it's the egg is not in Egypt, it's actually in Argentina. And it's because, uh, you know, a lot of Nazis put all their stuff in Argentina mm-hmm. because Argentinians are a bunch of scumbags and they're fine with Nazis living there. So they say, get on down here. We don't care. Just make sure you pay us uh, some golden taxes. So they go to Argentina. And it's a location that only, obviously, only Booth knows who is Ryan Reynolds. Um, and it was inscribed on his late father's beloved watch, which at once uh, once belonged to Adolf Hitler's personal art curator, Mr. Rudolf Zeik. Oh, okay. So what did you guys think of this <laughs> stupid watch thing? 
Were you into that, Dylan? No. The watch? No. No? Yeah, I didn't think so. I, I, it's, you're going to South America. It's a historical art-based heist movie. You talk about the Nazis. It's another It's another tech, like, check mark that he mm-hmm. saw in a different movie and used. Yeah. I At, at this <clears throat> point in the movie, I said, you know what? I think the dishwasher needs to get emptied. <laughs> I'm just going to go do that. Um, while this movie plays in the background and then when i came back like after the bullfighting i was like dishwasher yeah chores are more enjoyable than watching this movie um so i emptied the dishwasher and i came back and i saw ryan reynolds throw a watch against a wall Mm -hmm. and that was all that i know about the watch (laughs) yeah uh, that's pretty much it he's got his dad's watch uh he broke it at one point and then off screen he fixed it and kept it uh and then a rock's like i thought that you broke that and ryan brown's like i fixed it off screen duh uh although there wasn't a band on it and then he makes uh an icp reference because he's shocked by magnets um (laughs) and uh and i don't know if you know this dylan but the third reich fell in 1945 right uh what just happened i lost some lights Uh oh (laughs) no you're good that's Uh, okay we don't need to see you no it's fine i'm not really that good looking anyway uh (laughs) so they uh, that's when Zyke fled Europe for Argentina with the egg and the duo, they have to search the jungles because like I said earlier, the rock has to go into the jungle now. Um, and they find this secret bunker, uh, because they get into a tiff and they stomp their feet and they find a bunker <laughs> in the middle of the Argentinian jungle on a it, path. This was the point. I, I watched this at 1.5 speed while I was doing my November writing. So I was just Pupping down the yeah. with no concern for quality. And mm-hmm. I, about this point, I hit my daily count and I was, I started paying more attention to the movie again. And I heard Ryan Reynolds talk about how he fucked up reading the map. Yep. And then Dwayne Johnson stomps on the ground and there's mm-hmm. the hatch anyway. And I'm like, just all right, never mind. I can, I can get a surplus today. Let's do it. Look, now it, it, is so, it was so incredibly offensively of lazy. Anger. <laughs> In the middle of the of in the middle of the Argentinian rainforest. Mm-hmm. This is a like a huge South American jungle. Oh yeah. And they're lost. Oh lost, way lost. The wrong way lost. And then they found the thing by accident. Yep, by by pettiness, really. Um now, so yeah, they find this, and uh, when they go into this bunker, they find countless Nazi artifacts, and among them Right in the middle is the third egg, which is great. And Black arrives uh, to steal the egg. Out of nowhere, Gal Gadot just walks into the same place that they were. And she says there was another entrance over there. Her player has a special ability called your entrances are bullshit, which means she can just show up randomly. She could just show up. She consideration. When when the enemy that she's following fast travels, she fast travels with them. Now, later, they need to get out of the bunker, and she doesn't know how to do this, even though she got there some way, which was not the secret entrance from the Amazon, which is fine. Zach, you're not supposed yeah. to pay attention to what you wrote two minutes ago. Oh, okay. What? Did I write Object that permanence doesn't exist in a screen in a screenplay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. If yeah, you if you go back and read <laughs> what you already wrote, you're doing it wrong. See, you don't even need why... to remember it. 
Well, that's why I get Dylan to write the stuff, and I just read it. That way I don't have to think about it. But in this movie, <laughs> I have to think about it. Now, they have to get out of there because Interpol comes. Also, how did Interpol get there? Did they take this? I just still don't understand how Interpol don't got Don't worry there. about but it. They, they we need there. conflict. <laughs> now, there's treasures down here from 1945. The first thing they do is start shooting the place up immediately mm. for no reason whatsoever. And mm-hmm. then The Rock finds a machine gun, and he starts shooting up the place immediately. And I'm like, FBI agent The Rock is now shooting up Interpol because they shot first? Hmm. hmm. Maybe this movie isn't as straightforward as, it, as it's trying to be. So what do they do? They hop into a 1931 Mercedes Benz and they drive through an abandoned copper mine near the bunker while being chased by Daz in in three other Nazi armored vehicles that are all been down here since 1945. 80, 80 years. Yeah. Dylan, and all you, of those vehicles yeah. just start right the fuck up. Dylan, can I ask you a quick question about science? Sure. Do you know how long gasoline stays like active or able to combust? Three to six months. Three to um, six months. But but five minutes ago, Ryan Reynolds said this baby probably still runs. So there you go. That's all you need. The movie sure, works. That Don't baby. worry about it. The other three armored Nazi vehicles that all have front cranks uh, yep. just start right up quickly. A little Those bit of babies black probably still run. Yeah. The, 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 cranks, back the, the cranks are what makes it go. There there is there was yeah, one yeah. Argentinian guy. Um, whose job it was, you know, he would go in, he would add the additive to the gas so that it didn't go. Yeah. He would, he would start it every once in a while. Crazy over the top version of this movie. There's one person on the front of every interval car, just rapidly cranking it as they're driving. There you go. Yeah. They start, they start one of these things out. The <laughs> yeah. Now they go, they, they break through this copper mine, which is the size of one mine cart. At some point it becomes a four lane highway mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. with random carts of dynamite on the side. Uh, there are also some sticks in there that they can crash into. that are not in any other part of the mine, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, then the mine, the mind that the Nazis built to hide treasures in this vault before hiding the vault mm-hmm. empties out over a hundred foot waterfall. Mm-hmm. I was and- getting flashbacks to Indiana Jones and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull during this entire sequence. Oh, you're going to say Indiana Jones in six days, seven nights. <laughs> <laughs> Just because the waterfall thing. Uh, I thought you were going to say Indiana Jones and, and the, uh, oh, fuck. Yeah. stone. No, the movie with uh, Tommy Lee Jones, where oh, he, he where he kills his wife, no where he doesn't kill his wife. It was the one-armed man, dude. It wasn't yeah. me. It wasn't me. It was the one-armed man. I don't care. Oh, and then one of the worst movie tropes ever. The cop looks over the side and doesn't see any humans and decides that they are dead and they just leave. And everyone just leaves, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll leave. Um, they're, fun- they're dead. They're dead yeah. for sure. Uh, now, Booth swims to the shore with the egg, only to discover that Hartley and Black are actually romantic and professional partners. And Hartley has never, uh, Hartley was actually never in the, in the FBI, but was a con man like his father, uh, both going by the alias's bishop. Uh, Booth surrenders the egg and they leave him handcuffed to a tree in the rainforest. Um, any you guys have any comments on this scene? Ryan Reynolds yeah. is now tied to a tree. Yeah, no, I was terrified because I was like, I can't believe they're just going to let this guy 
there to die. There's no way that he's going to be able to escape this. You could see the end of the branch that his arms were tied around. (laughs) Like he could have gotten away from it. I was like, this is the, the absolute worst. Like they didn't wrap him around the trunk. He's just on a branch. And luckily he, they found a very fake looking tree to tie him to. Which if, I, if he would have if he would have jumped up onto this branch, he could have broken that branch off. It would have taken him two seconds. He could have followed them out of there. Champion art thief Ryan Run. I honestly, so more my brain was going was like, I hope there's not some stupid love scene with him in this tree. I really thought he was just sort of like <laughs> kissing this tree, you know, like oh we're gonna be here a while. Feels um, left out. But no, what happens, uh, we, we now go over to Cairo and Hartley in black, uh, Wonder Woman and uh, Black Adam. Um, they deliver the three eggs to an Egyptian billionaire buyer just in time for his daughter's wedding. Um, so stupid. This is Miri- so stupid. Well, this is okay. so fucking this stupid. This was the most egregious got, moment of the movie. I actually got a little <laughs> bit of a giggle out of this. Um, but because Mark Anthony had delivered these three eggs to Cleopatra, uh, this one guy, this Egyptian billionaire, wants to do this uh, for his daughter. And the second that she sees them, she's like, oh, this looks cool. But then she hears the melodic sounds of Ed Sheeran, and that takes oh. precedence over anything. And the dad uh. looks- but he was in Game of Thrones. What's wrong with Ed Sheeran? He, he knows say, how he knows the shape of my body. He did say <laughs> that he was in Game of Thrones and whatever. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, the well, last, that was awful too. The last so, thing I wanted in this movie where I've just been audibly assaulted mm-hmm. for an hour and 45 minutes so far was to hear fucking Ed Sheeran singing. It was the last thing I needed. It could have been anybody else. Why couldn't it have been anybody else? Would you would you Eminem. prefer the Dan, the Dan band? <laughs> From old school. Uh, anyway, so the wedding is overshadowed. I'm sorry. The wedding is interrupted by uh, Das's Interpol raid. And then six months later on the yacht in Sardinia, Hartley and Black are met again by Booth, who informs them that he told Daz about their Cayman Island account containing the 300 million payout for the Egyptian billionaire, which Daz freezes, leaving them with no money. Booth also reveals that Interpol is on their way to capture them, but offers them a chance to escape if they help him with a new heist, which takes exactly three people. Uh, now, Das places red notice on all three of them as they begin their heist at the Louvre in Paris. You so. You you skipped over a, a an extra horrible segment in that Egyptian wedding segment, which was where Interpol comes in. There's like a hundred of them, and these two wanted art thieves who got these red notices put on them. Yeah. These are the ones that they're looking for, are just here at this party, and they just stroll out. And it's uh, nothing. They're slick, dude. They're, they're not they're, that slick. They no, walk the new, out of the thing. They're the, they're the new Thomas Crown affair. They're minus oh. open lasers with how smooth they were leaving that thing. Um, oh, I was so, so mad. Yeah. So obviously they set up for uh, a sequel, which is some kind of uh, uh, Louvre heist in Paris, which I think means is in the Da Vinci Code uh universe i'm not really too sure about that red notice um, to yeah. three bishops <laughs> yeah the three of them kill god it's gonna be great now as as always i'm a super fan of weird trivia that means nothing to anybody and here's some stuff that i found out about this movie that uh i'm gonna bore you guys with um 
Michael, I don't know if you know this, but when they enter the vault at exactly one hour and 27 minutes, Hartley Jesus shines, Christ. Hartley shines a land of crate uh, marked top secret Intel 9906753. Do not open. Do you know, Michael? Mm-hmm. That that's the crate number which holds the Ark of the Covenant. The I was of- gonna say the Ark of the Covenant no because way. of oh, yeah. it's the Ark of the Covenant because oh, that's yeah. what this movie is. This oh, movie yeah. is, is ripping off nineteen other things, and of course, it's the Ark of the Covenant. What now, a clever Dylan- reference to a movie that I had not linked to this one originally. <laughs> so, Dylan, like we said earlier, uh, obviously the eggs are a MacGuffin. Uh, and I had to figure out what the definition of MacGuffin was and where that came from. Do you know where MacGuffin comes from? Isn't it from like a TV show? It's not. The movie... <laughs> uh, so MacGuffin is actually a Hitchcockian term for an object at stake in a suspense thriller. Hitchcock actually explained it as one man telling another man that it's a device to hunt lions in Scotland. And when the other man replies that there aren't any lions in Scotland, the first man says, guess there aren't any MacGuffins then. Uh, obviously, so that's where the MacGuffin came from. And if you remember, uh, The Rock asks... <laughs> The Rock asked Ryan Reynolds where the egg is inside the vault, and he says, look for a box labeled MacGuffin. I missed that line, and I'm glad I did because I would not have finished the movie. I may have been folding laundry at that point. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And like we said earlier, uh, the meaning of the character's name, Sotovoce, played by Chris Diamantopoulos, uh, is undertone or to lower one's voice. Sotovoce means to lower your voice um, or being under your breath in a private manner. And Uh, wow, what a clever name for a villain who does exactly that. You can just hear Michael impersonating them. Yeah. Uh, now, I don't know if you know this. This is one of two heist movies that Netflix debuted in 2021. Can you name the other one, Michael Colby? Uh, no, I there's there's no other heist movies. Army um, of Thieves. You're right. Good job. <laughs> okay, so way better uh, than this movie. Yeah, that's true. I, I Army of Thieves actually was uh, somewhat entertaining. Um, oh, I thought okay. you were talking about Army of the Dead. Nope, it's a it's prequel. The prequel. <laughs> to army Dead. oh jesus fuck the safe cracker yep and that is netflix's other one yep, uh, i'll now, never if, watch that if you might All have right. thought that, that some of these characters seemed like they've done this kind of thing together it's because they all have this is the second theatrical feature film collaborated with gal gadot and ryan reynolds they were in a movie called criminal which does not exist uh five years ago this is the third theatrical feature film collaboration of ryan reynolds and the rock uh you got free guy and Fast and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw, which this is pretty much that in Indiana Jones. And yeah, this is the fourth theatrical feature film, the collaboration of Dwayne Johnson and Gal Gadot, because they were in Fast and the Furious franchise, uh, Fast Five, Fast Six, and Fast Seven together. And I had a way better time watching uh, Hobbs and Shaw than I did this. Any of the Fast. That movie's over the top. This movie is just dull. Oh, and finally, as always... Did you guys happen to stay till after the credits? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I, I would I have ran... been so mad if I would have seen a stinger after this fucking well, movie. Well, I, I ran my mouse along the timeline and I'm like, is there footage after the credits? I didn't see any. And I'm like, so cool, that's the I don't need to there watch it. Is it a visual? You wouldn't have oh, seen anything. Oh my God. But what you would have heard at the very end of the credits is you would have heard Gal Gadot say, don't miss me too much. Ta-ta. Why? I don't know. Franchise, baby. Don't know. Don't know. Yeah. Give me that cash. So, 
this the was... worst part about it is it worked like people are watching this movie so they're going to make another one yeah hell yeah but, but it's a it's a free movie to watch which is just kind of like let's hear ryan reynolds's new jokes like that's all it is it's just it's just the same regurgitation it's like nostalgia but for last week instead of for 20 years ago it's ridiculous that these movies are being made but Everyone pays for Netflix, so mm-hmm. you're not you're not losing anything but time. And it's the rock being the rock, you know, like you can't have a more rock movie than this. You can't have a more Ryan Reynolds movie than mm-hmm. this. It is Gal Gadot being Gal Gadot. Like yeah. there is nothing and, about this. And they were all fine. The yeah. the Interpol agent was good. The the rock was good in this. Ryan Reynolds was fine in this. Gal Gadot was good in this. Everybody did a fine job. The movie was nice to look at. The the like the the scenes and everything, the action was fun, but it was so 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 stupid. Yeah. Like it, it, the, the it, only it thing exist. I could think of was there is no reason for this movie to exist except for this movie to exist. The only reason for the movie to exist is so that the movie can exist. Yeah. And I guess that's what people want to see. Yeah, that's crazy because this was kind of a letdown in just a boring way. It wasn't bad funny. It wasn't even good funny. It was like, I wonder what they're going to do next. Like, it was almost like I had to watch this through side eyes because I was just waiting for the next boring trope because I had to finish it for some reason. So, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so that was uh, what's left of the real boys talking about Red Notice. If, um, if you have any agreements with us, if you if you hate how we viewed this movie, if you have any uh, questions about Dylan's uh, thought process of the Red Notice, um, throw it in the comments. Send us an email. Do something. Share it. Uh, yell at us. Um, but either way, let us know how you think because we we kind of care how you think about how we think about movies. So yeah. It's, uh, yeah. yeah. If you want to, and if you want to watch, um, some guys that like, that like dumb movies and all have the same opinions and good, happy opinions, um, I'm sure you can find another podcast, uh, that talks about movies. OMG. I'm sure you can find a movie podcast where a bunch of dull people talk about boring movies. I'm sure that that exists. It's not here though. OMG, you're probably right. I know, we're <laughs> talking anyway. about a pretty boring movie right now. So this is a really boring movie, is the thing. It is. But it is I, the most action-packed, boring movie that I've seen, and I don't know why these lights keep going off. And I'm. Sorry I've never that. seen anything so action-packed and boring where everybody is doing a good job with yeah. what they have to work with. And there's so much going on. The, there's it's, so it's much going on. Set, set, set shooting this stealing parkour and you're like what what is hap? why why are we in a bull ring now <laughs> it and all it would have taken it would have taken three actual clever things to happen for me to be like okay this was fine yeah but nothing clever happens it's just the dumbest way to get your movie to the next thing they just the the dumbest and laziest way to get your movie going was all this was i agree and it drove me absolutely insane it felt like you know how like the uncharted games 
they come up with the set pieces first and then they write around them. Mm -hmm. This reeks of that. Yeah. They came up with these set pieces and then they went, well, how are we going to get them there? Who yep. cares? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that that's that's so perfectly you know put. I, I agree with you 100. It's like, well, we want to be in the bull ring, but how do we get there? It's like maybe they were just in torture, dude. Maybe they're torture under the bull ring. It's yeah. like well, we want to be in a Russian prison. How do we do that? It's like, well, he's an art thief. That's probably yeah, where they, they go. We're I gonna wonder. let someone pick where they hold them in prison, and yeah. of course, it's gonna be in Russia. Yeah. And then the bulls are loud, so they can't hear you scream. So, my my biggest one of my biggest problems with this. Well, there's a lot of them, but one of the things that really just made me angry was the scene where when Das tried to call FBI to check on Hartley, and Gal Gadot intercepted that call to say that he was not an FBI agent. <laughs> they didn't know he was he, he, they didn't know he not was, a, wasn't an FBI agent. Yeah, he no. wasn't he an FBI agent, so the FBI would have told them that exact same thing. Yeah. No, There's it no wasn't reason. revealed to us yet, so the characters didn't know it. Come on, guys. But if but so that means that at that point Gal Gadot thought that he was an FBI agent and needed Daz to not know that. And she thought the best way to do that was to intercept the call and say what they would have said anyway. Yes. Anyway. anyway. All right. Let's go over reels uh, and, and let's wrap this guy up. Now, Dylan Terry. Yeah. The master cluster of words. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. I'll add that to Look, my, the log line of my resume. Look, it's not me, pal. I'm allowed to mess up words. See, that's you. Uh, anyway. Out of 10 reels, or I guess five doubled, you idiot. Uh, how many reels out of 10 do you give this? This movie, you know when you go into like a rural gas station and they have the bagged cotton candy on the bottom shelf of like mm. their snack aisle? Yep. And it's got like the hand printed label with papyrus font and like a picture of like a like an old wheel with like a mill with a wagon wheel. And you buy it and it's like eating cross-stitch like, like fabric, like thread okay this movie uh, is like the equivalent of that it's like it's it's like candy that was made really cynically for a quick buck yeah and it seems to have worked i'm sure it worked for netflix because i got a lot of people to watch it you're, but you're nobody, hard up for some cotton candy with nobody's going to talk station. about this movie in a month no this nobody's movie, gonna remember yeah. this it's already off the netflix top 10 list which means uh, not enough people watch it yesterday yeah four <laughs> out of ten. Four don't, out of ten don't watch it i don't know yeah. you, i if you know, if you have ever seen an action adventure movie with multiple locations chasing a treasure thing, mm -hmm. you won't get anything fresh out of this. Yeah, they all put in better performances in other movies. They put, they do more fun movies elsewhere. Yep. Don't watch. Don't watch this. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with you. I, I don't. I, I I'm giving it four because there were certain set pieces I liked, and I liked the I I liked the villain. I thought he was at least an interesting villain for what he had to do. Wait, who, I, oh, so, oh, yeah, he I, wasn't really the villain, I guess, but uh, no, you're he right. Just, he's, he's just a character. If you had taken his whole thing yeah. out, it wouldn't have mattered. He's the surface level antagonist. Um, yeah. but man, just don't watch this. Yep, don't watch it. Michael Colby, know. yeah, 10 reels. I'm giving you 10. How many are you going to give back to me? I'm gonna give you back five because this is the most average movie i've ever seen it has the most average acting it has the most average jokes it has the most average action yeah 
it feels like the worst Oceans movie, Oceans 12, mixed with the worst James Bond movie, the Pierce Brosnan one with uh, Denise Richards in it, um, and the worst Indiana... Yeah, with Christmas Jones, and the worst Indiana Jones movie, The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Mm -hmm. and they smooshed them together, and they put The Rock and Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot in it, and it just is nothing. You know, like I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a hot take here. <laughs> I'm gonna say that uh Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull is not the worst one. I'm gonna go on take, record. Don't agree that's that. a hot take. Yeah, I know which one you're say and you're probably right i am right because if you're going to display a bunch of indian characters yeah this fashion eating monkey brains yeah and butts and enslaving children yeah and and having people just uh, uh mouth raped by goo and heart n- that movie is uh pretty stupid and uh, you're not, you're Chris right Cole, not well put together yeah not the worst one. Yeah, I haven't watched that movie. I think I watched it by the time I was 13, I had probably watched it 15 times. Yeah. And then I haven't watched it since. So probably if I watched it again, I would agree with you. Yeah. But uh I will rewatch I will rewatch <laughs> Crystal Skull before I put in Temple of Doom ever again. <laughs> uh but anyway, uh so 5 out of 10 reels. Uh I think that that is fairly accurate but i'm going to tie with dylan i'm going to give this four out of ten reels i find this to be a a bad movie in the fact that it's trying to tell me it's a good movie uh it is the deadpool 2 of national treasures which is i see what you're doing i just don't know why you're doing it deadpool 2 is garbage uh it is so immediate as far as its jokes it is so like 2019 as far as everything when you rewatch that movie every single one of those jokes are old already this movie if you were to rewatch it you'd forget the scenes that you just seen and you're probably not going to rewatch it again because you're like i feel like i've already heard these jokes so does the screenplay the screenplay forgets what they wrote five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah I, I I, think you guys are right. The only reason that I gave it the extra one is because I think of all the movies I've ever seen, this might be the ultimate background movie, like yeah. a, a movie to have on that you absolutely cannot pay attention to. Because if you are paying attention to this, and I think Dylan said it for Army of the Dead, and somebody else said it for one of the other terrible bullshit like Netflix originals movies that we watched. Um, but but like I think this one's more colorful. It's got more like fun action than any of those. If you just want to put something on. I think this is the the ultimate one of those. Yeah, something you, you don't have to pay attention to yeah, at all. You won't miss anything. Whatsoever. You won't miss a goddamn thing. And if you miss something, it doesn't matter because the scenes are so disjointed from each other that nothing that happened in the previous scenes matter to what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. It is an odd movie where if you take out any scene, you will not miss it. You, like you will not miss it. There's not a scene in this movie that is needed 
to make the movie complete because everything gets retold and retreaded and over and over again. You're like, I, I get it. Anyway, uh, so we give this, what, 13 out of 30 reels, which is roughly four four reels. Uh, I think unanimously, we're going to say you can skip this if you want to uh, put it on if you're going to walk out of the room and you want your neighbor to think <laughs> someone's home. Uh, <laughs> and that's fine. Uh, yeah, And you won't miss anything and you'll make sure there's a sequel, which could be more because if they get more than $200 million, maybe they'll get a good movie. Um, maybe anyway, they'll put Vin Diesel and they and, made one uh... Vin Diesel joke. <laughs> Did you hear the Vin Diesel joke? Were they? No, uh, actually, I'm sure they're not going to put Vin Diesel in it no. because apparently him and The Rock do not get along. No, him and The Rock do not get along. Uh, and you can tell that The Rock is actually actively trying to look hurt when he gets beat up now, which Vin Diesel will not do. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, uh, that's enough of this movie and this garbage. If you want to hear more of what we got going on, uh, you can always find the audio versions of this anywhere you listen to stuff. Just go check out The Real Boys. Um, you can see some backlogs of some of our videos on our YouTube channel. They're slowly getting re-uploaded. Uh, I'm not really sure why, uh, but I got nothing else to do. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, season two of this will be a lot better and uh, better staffed, so check out that. And if you want to know anything about maple syrup... <laughs> Please, please check out old Sticky Fingers himself, Phil Better, uh, and many, many, many of his. It's, uh, it's uh, there's no R in that. It's just Sticky Fingers. Sticky he, fingers. He, he totally, he totally stole that from the guy from Onyx who was Blade. Um, yeah, he was just calling they, himself Sticky Fingers. Yeah, but they don't have rap music in Canada yet, so he didn't know that he actually <laughs> stole that. Uh, but yeah, so uh, tapping those trees that you can find, you can listen to that and all of Phil Better's other shows uh, over at the Phil Better Podcast Mogul Network, which is over at Phil Better Podcast Mogul dot uh, c-a-n dot o-r-g uh, dot o-m-g uh, either way next monday we are going to be talking about mr dylan terry's number one favorite movie of all time inside lewin davis uh which michael colby's pretty excited about because we told him oscar isaac is naked in it i'm pretty excited for it. it's a coen brothers movie that i haven't seen mm -hmm. um but i'm uh, also a little i'm also a little bit mad because um, I was hoping to do very stupid bits to finish this season out. And I feel like this is going to be a hard movie to do stupid bits about. <laughs> it, it Dylan's going to make you walk it. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. He's going to make it, uh, he's going to make it work for it. So we're going to walk, want, the, Michael, we're going to have to walk the line. Gotta walk, you got to <laughs> so walk the line. You got to walk the walk. All right. <laughs> Uh, we love you. Thank you for paying attention to us. If you want to see what else we're on, you can check out some nobodies. You can check out Generation Clash, uh, Jack Billings, anything that says some nobodies or uh, uh, somebody named Michael. Either way, <laughs> talk to you soon. Bye. 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 Drink some water or whatever. What do you yeah, say? Do whatever you want. I don't know. Feel happy. Feel happy and be, be well. Be well be out there. Be careful and carefree. Yeah. But uh, also, societal drink collapse by 2040. Bye, everybody. <laughs> That's really scary. Oh, <gasps> you look busted. busted. You, you look, look like, like a zombie. zombie. You did this. This is your fault. And now for something completely different.
your milkshake. I drink it up.